Good morning. This is the the Joy of the Lord podcast with Brother Bob, Deacon Downs. And uh, today, our topic for meditation, contemplation, and uh, renewal is renewing the mind. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you that I shall prosper and be in health. Even as my soul prospers, I have the mind of Christ, the Messiah, and do hold the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of his heart. I trust in you, Lord, with all my heart. I lean not unto my own understanding, but in all my ways I acknowledge you, and you shall make my paths direct, make them straight. You shall direct my paths. Hallelujah. Today I subject myself to your word, which exposes and sifts and analyzes and judges the very thoughts and purposes of my heart. For the weapons of my warfare are not carnal, but mighty through you, God, to the pulling down of strongholds, intimidation, fears, doubts, unbelief, and failure. I refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And I lead every thought and purpose away captive into the the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. Today, I shall be transformed by the renewing of my mind, that I may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Your word, Lord, shall not depart out of my mouth, but I shall meditate on it day and night, that I may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then I shall make my way prosperous. Then I shall have good success. My thoughts are the thoughts of the diligent, which tend only to plenteousness. Therefore, Father, I am not anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, I present my requests to God, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. Today I fix my mind on whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence, and is honorable and seemingly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there is any virtue and excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, I will think on and weigh and take into account these things. Today I roll my words upon you, O Lord. I commit and trust them wholly unto you. You will cause my thoughts to become agreeable to your will 
and so shall my plans be established and succeed in Jesus' name. Amen. (laughs) Well, we just want to thank and praise the Lord today that our mind can be renewed in his word. It is so important to have that as well a protection over your heart and your mind, your soul, and your spirit, your will, and your body. You need the Word of God as, well, a screening device, if you will, because you take in so much. Uh, We all do. Through the eye gate, through our five senses, and we we can be misled by our five senses. As blessed as we are to have them, God created them for us to use. But we have to confer with the scripture. And that must be the screen through which we measure everything. To sift uh, through what may be presented uh, to us, um, well, by the adversary of our soul. we don't want fear to rule over us. We want to have... Uh, well, he's not given us a spirit of fear, has he? But of love and power and a self-contained, self-controlled mind. And we control our thinking by measuring everything that we take in through the eye gate and our five senses by the word of, of God. You remember, it is sharper than any two-edged sword, and it can uh, divine between spirit, soul, and body, and it is a, a diviner of our thoughts. The Word of God reveals our own thoughts to us. So we need the Word of God again to help us screen out all the plans of the adversary to dissuade us, to make us think that perhaps God isn't interested in us and will not provide for us anything that will cause doubt. You remember, faith, it is faith that pleases God. So we must come to him in faith and believe that he is and believe that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. So we've had this marvelous time today. Uh, Just... uh, going through the Word of God and seeing the importance of it. You remember he says this too, My word will not go forth that it will be void or empty in its accomplishment, but my word will accomplish the task to which I send it. So you remember, you've got to get into the Word and you've got to speak those things that seem not as though they are. So you have to speak uh, on things that agree with him. The Bible tells us to think upon those things above, where Christ Jesus is seated at the right hand of God the Father. Those things that are pure, those things that are lovely, those things that are of good report, those things which are praiseworthy. Think upon those things. And uh, those things really are the, uh, well, in totality, Well, they reflect Jesus, don't they? Those things which are pure, those things which are lovely, those things which are of good report, those things which are praiseworthy. In effect, um, turn your eyes from this world and turn your eyes upon Jesus. Remember that old hymn? 
Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Keep on looking up. Our Redeemer, our soon and coming King, will one day, well, and we don't know what day that will be, will be here to snatch us up, to call us into the air with the sound of the trump and the shout of the archangel. And first those who are asleep and those then who are living will be caught up in the air and in the twinkling of an eye we will be transformed. And uh, won't that be a great and glorious day? So... Keep the oil in your lamp. Keep it burning, burning, burning. Keep that oil in your lamp, I pray. So as we wait on him, keep on looking up. Perhaps, Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow. At least he tarry. And uh, we just bless his name and praise him. And may you be blessed today. May God's richest and best be yours. This is Brother Bob. Looking forward to another occasion where we can draw together around the Word of God. And you remember what he says. He says, where two or more gather together, there I am in the midst of them. And whatever they agree upon as to touching anything, my Father will do for them in my name. So let us draw together with a great expectation and great fervency. Every chance we have, let's get together and give him the glory and encourage each other in our most holy faith. Till next time, this is Brother Bob. Goodbye. Good morning. Good Lord's Day. This is the Joy of the Lord podcast with Brother Bob. And we greet you this fine day. And how do you find yourself this day? Are you expressing the joy of your salvation? Are you experiencing the joy of his nearness? Well, we want to come together in our most holy faith and encourage one another in the way of the Lord. And today's subject on the joy of the Lord podcast is compassion. And our key promise goes as follows. It's uh, from Psalm 86, 15, reads as follows. But thou, O Lord, art a God of full compassion and gracious long-suffering and plenteous in mercy and truth. Let's read it again. But thou, O Lord, art a God of compassion and gracious long-suffering and plenteous in mercy and truth. Psalm 86, verse 15. Compassion is a quality of life that enables us to feel 
what others feel and to enter into their experience. It is empathy of the highest kind. Jesus has compassion on each of us. When he saw the multitudes in their pain and neediness, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep, having no shepherd. Matthew 9:36. As our high priest, seated at God's right hand in the heavenly kingdom, Jesus continues to be moved with compassion on our behalf. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Hebrews 4, 14 and 15. In learning to be compassionate, we need to become like Christ in all things, to let his life be expressed through us. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. 1 Peter 2.21 Our responsibility, our responsibility, is to let the compassion of Jesus flow through us to others. Let us pray. Loving Father, help me to obey your word, which directs me to execute true justice, show mercy and compassion, every one to his brother. I thank you for showing me what is good and what you require from me. With your help, Father, I will do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with you. This is my heart's desire. I thank you, Lord, that your mercy keeps me from being consumed. Your compassions never fail. My soul declares, you are my portion. Therefore, I hope in you. You are good to all who wait for you, to everyone who seeks you. Therefore, I hope and wait quietly for you. Help me to be like you, to follow in your steps of mercy and compassion. Whenever I see someone overtaken in any kind of fault or failure, I want you to use me to help restore that person in a spirit of gentleness as I consider myself. Least I would be tempted in the same way. Help me to become a, a burden bearer in the same way you are, Lord. I want to bear the burdens of others with compassion and thereby fulfill the law of Christ, which is the law of love. In Jesus' name, amen.
Our references for today's uh, meditation is Zechariah 7.9, Micah 6.8, Lamentations 3.22-25, 1 Peter 2.21, and Galatians 6.1-2. So that's our contemplative um, word-based prayer today. We've shared together, and he says, where two or more come together, there I am in the midst of them. And if they should agree as to touching anything, my Father will answer in heaven. So, indeed, we have come, we have prayed, and what a thing to pray, that we would have compassion as Christ had compassion on us. Let's... uh, Let's meditate upon that all the rest of the day. And may God bring someone to you that you can have compassion on and compassion for and have a heart to pray for them and stand in the gap. And until our next meeting on the Joy of the Lord podcast, we wish you a fond adieu, a blessed day. Keep on looking up. We don't know when he'll return, but we know when he does. We will see him because we will be like him. We will see him and know him because we will be like him. You know, Ra'uah Kodesh, the Holy Spirit, well, he's our comforter, and Jesus sent him to us to be with us and to be in us. And he is our sanctifier. And he sets us apart for God. And every day, as we surrender and yield and abide, remain and rest in Jesus, the Holy Spirit changes us. Uh, grace upon grace. Uh, and his, his, uh, his mercies are new every morning. But he changes us. Uh, to be more like Jesus. Now, when we trusted Christ, we were new creatures. The old is gone, the new has come. But there is a maturation or a maturity that comes in the believer because he never leaves us or forsakes us. And the Holy Spirit is with us in the world today. Jesus ascended to be with the Father, but if you've trusted Jesus, then the Holy Spirit of God, the third person of the Trinity, has come to live in you, and he is faithful. That good work he began in our lives, he's faithful to complete it until the day of Christ, making us more and more like our Lord every day. So keep on looking up. And this is Brother Bob wishing you a a fond adieu. We bid you a good day. And a blessed day in Jesus' name. Amen.